Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Theater 5 presents Miss Margaret Hamilton and Miss Joan Loring in Noose of Pearls. Yes, who is it? Maud, this is... Harry? Oh, Harry! You recognize me. Oh. I didn't think you would. It's been a long time, and all I said was... Maud, no one ever said it quite the way you did, Harry. I never liked my name. Did I ever tell you that? When I was little, I wanted it to be less... Oh, plain. I wanted it to be something... You know, like Allison or Rosalinda or Doreen, but... <laughs> later on, when you said it, it didn't sound plain anymore. It sounded... Oh, what are you doing here in Roxbury? The truth. You never told me anything else. I came to see you. Oh, did you, Harry? Did you really? How have you been? <laughs> all of a sudden, that doesn't seem to matter. At this moment, it doesn't matter at all. And your aunt, is she... Dead yet? Aunt Letty, why are you on the extension? And why shouldn't I be? It's my house and my phone. And I can talk on the extension if I want to. You have no right eavesdropping. No right it's at all. It's good to hear your voice, Miss Haskins. That's a lie. You don't like it any better now than you did 14 years ago. Didn't think I'd remember how long it's been, did you? Well, my mind's as strong as it ever was. I'm sure it is, Miss Haskins. Strong-minded and iron-willed. That's what the doctor says. He says there's something wrong with every other part of me. I've no right to be alive at all, he says. But I'll die when I get good and ready and not before. Please. Aunt Letty, hang up, please. Mm, I don't look 14 years older. Don't you want to know how Maud looks? Aunt Letty. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing for myself, Miss Haskins. Maud, will you be home this afternoon? Yes. Yes, this afternoon would be fine. About three o'clock? Wonderful. And perhaps I'll see you too, Miss Haskins. Huh. When do you suppose she made it for three? She knows I always nap then. Oh, she's sneaky, that one. Not marrying her was the smartest thing you ever did, Harry Tate. And Letty, please. Harry, I'll see you at three. Goodbye. Goodbye, Maud. You still on, Maud? Yes, Aunt Letty. I never liked my name. Did I ever tell you that, Harry? But when you said it, it didn't sound plain anymore. 
I almost laughed out loud. <laughs> I'll get your lunch. I'm hungry, and I don't like liver. I'm sick of liver. You bring me liver, I'll throw the tray on the floor. I warn you, you hear me? The doctor said not to get excited, your blood pressure. Hang up now, Aunt Letty. I'll be up with your lunch. If I hadn't been so hungry, I would have thrown the tray on the floor. The doctor says liver is good for you. Pity it hasn't helped the one I've got. What do I have for dessert? Custard! Oh, disgusting. It's good for you. Let me fix the pillows. Mm. You'll be more comfortable. You enjoy doing that, don't you? I like making you comfortable. You mean you like my pearls? Want to touch them, Maud? I... No. Thank you. Mm. So smooth. Smoother than this wrinkled old skin. No wrinkles on the pearls, are there, Maud? No. They're... Beautiful. And worth $100,000. That cash will look beautiful to you, won't it, Maud? when the time comes. I never think of that, Aunt Letty. You're a liar, too. These pearls are on your mind every waking moment. <laughs> and at night, when you go to sleep, you count pearls instead of sheep, Maud, dear? Wouldn't be surprised at all. I'll take the tray away now. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm trying to see you the way Harry will at three o'clock. I never noticed how much gray there is in your hair. And was your mouth so pursed 14 years ago? And your eyes? Mine are brighter and I'm almost 90. I'll be up in an hour to give you your injection. Now I'll ring the bell to remind you. You always do. What's that? What's that? I don't like mumbling. What did you say? I said I'm sorry you didn't like your lunch. I hated it. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. What you're really sorry about is that I'm taking so long to die. Aunt Letty! And don't raise your voice to me. I don't like it. I'm still strong enough to pick up the phone and call my lawyer. I can still change my will. Think of the waste, Maud. Fifteen years gone for nothing if I do cut you out of my will and decide not to leave you the pearls. But mind your tongue, Missy. Anything I can do for you before I leave? Give me my book. It's right beside you on the night table. I don't feel like reaching. Get it for me. Yes, Aunt Letty. I'll get it for you. You forgot to swab my arm. Don't be so careless. I'm sorry, Aunt Letty. There. When you inject that needle in my arm, please try not to stab me this time. Slide the needle in gently. Yes. Ah. Oh. That's it. Oh, my body's so full of needle marks, I feel like a sieve. It's a wonder the medicine I take doesn't spurt out. <laughs> That'd be a pretty sight, wouldn't it? You'd have quite a mess to clean up. There. Now, where's the spoon? Where it always is, next to the bottle. Oh. Why are you so nervous today? I'm not nervous. Oh, I... you dropped the spoon. I don't think I'm going to let you poison me. You wash that first before you put it in my mouth. I intended to, Aunt Letty. You're all frilled up, aren't you? Like a faded valentine. I don't know what you mean. Here, one teaspoon of this now. I usually get my pill first. Oh, that's right. Well, it doesn't matter. You sure? The doctor said it didn't as long as you take both. But you usually do it the other way. And you say you're not nervous? Open, please. 
It's seeing Harry Tate again, isn't it? You're a fool. You think letting your hair down the way you have and putting on a dress with ruffles is going to make him forget how long it's been? If you want my opinion, the way you look will make him remember it even faster. Do I look that bad? You look like an old 40 trying to look like a young 20. You look ridiculous. Here's the water for the pill. You think you look ridiculous, too. But go on, make a spectacle of yourself if you want to. You couldn't get him to marry you 15 years ago. What makes you think you can now? It's time for your nap. Now, take my advice. Put your hair up again. It suits you better. I'll darken the room for you. I am tired. Now, don't let Harry's visit make you forget my next shot. I have the alarm set in case you do, and I'll... Ring the bell for me, yes. You know I must have my medication. You know what would happen if... Yes, don't worry about it. Mm. Aunt Letty, you said I probably count pearls before I go to sleep. Mm. Well, you are wrong. I count insults. I count the number of times during the day that you have insulted me. (laughs) And all the years I let you. I must have been insane. Speak up, speak up! What'd you say? You're mumbling again. I said I must have been out of my mind. If you'll excuse me, I'm expecting company. It's delicious. McBride's Bakery? You still remember the name of the baker? Driving into town brought everything back. Maybe I will have another piece of cake. It's very good. Well, don't give the credit to McBride's, please. I made it after you called. And while it was in the oven, I went up to the attic and found this dress. I didn't realize how out of style it is, the length and everything. You know, I I remember that dress. Do you? Uh Uh-huh. I was wearing it the night you asked me to marry you. Aunt Letty never knew about that. She thinks I tried to get you to marry me and couldn't. Oh, the times I wanted to tell her. But I didn't tell her much of anything. I just held my tongue and did as I was told. It hasn't been easy, has it? Can you tell just by looking at me? Do I look so awful? Do I look old, No, 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 I didn't mean that. No woman has to be gray, not if she doesn't want to. I could fix my hair, Harry. I could do a lot of things to myself if I wanted to. If someone wanted to... Come on, we've been so busy talking about the town, how it's changed, how it hasn't... We we haven't touched on anything personal. I know. I've been like a little girl. The little girl who always wanted a fancy name. (laughs) When I was little, I always saved the frosting for last, Harry, and that's what I've been doing. Saving the best for last. Putting off hearing you say what you came to say. Maud, just what is it you think I came back to say? I mustn't go on throwing away my life waiting for an old woman to die. Just so I can have my inheritance. Those were probably my exact words 14 years ago. I was so young then, Harry. $100,000 was such a lot of money. It still is. I never wanted it. I did for both of us. The doctor only gave her a year to live, at most a year. I waited that year. For you, Maud, not for the pearls. I couldn't wait any longer. (sighs) Look, why go over it all now? It's past. Yes, it's past. (laughs) 
Let's talk about the future, Harry. I don't want the pearls, not anymore. Let her change her will. Who cares? I can get her a nurse. The nurse can take the abuse. She's even welcome to the pearls. All I want now... please wait. Listen to me. It's not too late. If you thought that, you wouldn't have come back for me, would you? But I didn't. What did you say? Maud, I represent a big electrical supply house, and, well, I, I... There I was, not 50 miles drive from Roxbury. I wanted to see it again. And see you, Maud, as an old friend. An old friend? It wouldn't have seemed right somehow, being so close and not... Maud, I'm married. What did you say? Her name is Marianne. Ah! Marianne. Such a pretty name. Not like Maud. We have two children. I I have pictures here in my wallet. Would you like to see them? What? Yes, of course. The boy, Harry Jr., he's nine. And the girl, Peggy, she's starting kindergarten this year. The boy looks like you, Harry. Yes, people seem to think so. They say... Maud, I don't know what to say. I, I didn't realize when I called. I mean, I'm afraid you misunderstood are so conceited. What? You're the one who misunderstood, Harry. Did I? Well, I hope so. Of course I knew you had come back just as an old friend to talk me out of ruining what's left of the rest of my life. Evidently, you weren't listening carefully. Didn't I tell you I'd already made up my mind to get a nurse for Aunt Letty? Oh, of course. It's my fault. I was stupid. Conceited was the word I used. I meant it. (laughs) I should be angry. Instead, I'm rather amused. (laughs) Yes, I decided even before you called to get a nurse for Aunt Letty. There's something else I could do, of course. I could let her bell ring once. Once is all it takes and not answer. Simply not answer. You don't know what you're saying. You don't understand, Harry. It would be such a waste otherwise. All the nights I've gone to sleep counting the insults. I would have to have been crazy. You don't know what you're saying. I don't have to be an old 40 who's trying to look like a young 20, not with $100,000. That much money can buy even youth or a reasonable facsimile. Your aunt is calling you, and I'd better go. It's time. Time? Did you ever think of it as... An elastic band? It can be, Harry. When I heard your voice on the phone, it was as if you had left Roxbury a week ago and come back. Bye, Maud. Now the elastic band has stretched, and I see all 14 years. Waste. Waste. They were for nothing if I have nothing to show for them. Your aunt is calling. Take care of yourself, Maud. Do you... Do you remember that song we used to dance to? One dream in my heart One love to be living for One love to be living for This nearly was mine 
Oh. Why, he's gone. Go on. Ring. I've run up and down those stairs enough. Do you hear me, Belle? Aunt Letty, do you hear me? You want your book? Get it! You want your hypodermic needle? Get that, too. Why do you want me anyway? I'm a fool. Didn't you call me that yourself, letting my hair down? Putting on a dress with ruffles. You were right. I am ridiculous. Aunt Letty? Thank you for all you've done, Mr. Ferris. Well, there's something sad about seeing a house closed up, furniture covered, shades drawn. As the lawyer for my aunt's estate, you know the terms of her will. At her death, the house was to be turned over to the town. Your aunt was extremely generous. Yes. Knowing her generosity, I'm certain she had no intention of turning you out. There's no need to vacate the premises immediately, not unless you... Unless I want to, and I do. This house holds too many memories. Don't reproach yourself. For what? You gave her constant care for years. You mustn't blame yourself. I didn't or... hear the bell. I simply didn't hear it, and I didn't realize it was time. My but... dear girl. Do you think that if I'd heard the bell, I would have delivered? The pearls are mine now. Legally. All legal and clear. Yes. I imagine you plan to sell them. Enjoy the money, Maud. Heaven knows you deserve it. Heaven only knows. Mr. Ferris, I am going to travel, hmm. buy new clothes, make myself over. <laughs> I am going to live, Mr. Ferris, and have everything I want, everything. I hope you do. Well, I must be going. Oh, yes, I'll see you to the door. By the way, I doubt if our local jeweler can afford to buy those pearls. No market here, but I'm sure he can advise you. I'm going to see him today. Goodbye, Mr. Ferris. Goodbye. Thank you again. So I'm about to see the fabulous Haskin pearls. Yes, Mr. Oh, they're Graves. a legend in Roxbury. Perfectly matched, I'm told. Of course, no one in this town could possibly afford them, but I'd be glad to go to New York for you and get the best price. <clears throat> Naturally, there would be a commission in it for me. Naturally. And now then, may, may I see them? They're here in my bag. I didn't want to wear them. Hmm. Perhaps because my aunt never took them off, never once in all the years that Except she... to have them cleaned and restrung. What? Oh, I'm not sensitive about it. I knew she had probably sent them to New York. Didn't want to trust a local jeweler. Not that I wouldn't have done it for but her. But she didn't. Here. Huh? Here they are. So smooth, aren't they? Feel them, aren't they? Hmm? Smooth. But the shape. What's that? Well, they're barrel-shaped. Shouldn't they be? Oh, no. And the color's off. Oh, Miss Haskins, don't tell me your aunt never had these cleaned and restrung. Was it important? My dear lady, pearls are living things. Diamonds can be made bright again, but... Miss Haskins, I'm afraid the value of these pearls has deteriorated. They're worth $100,000. I have the appraisal. What's the matter? During your aunt's illness, did she require medication? Oh, medication. 
If you only knew the times I filled that hypodermic needle and then the medicine and then the pills. What has that got to Ms. do Haskin, with the pills? certain though? medications, insulin for one, can cause a chemical change in the oil glands. What are you Secretion trying to say? Secretion from the oil glands can react on pearls. To put it bluntly, pearls, because they are living things, can be killed. I'm afraid these are lifeless, dead. I, I can't tell you how sorry I am. They're worthless. I'm sorry. I really am very sorry. What? what talk louder, please. I can't hear you. That bell. Oh, it's making so much noise. I don't hear any bell. You must hear the bell. Can't you hear that little bell? She's calling me. Can't you hear? Theater 5 has presented Noose of Pearls, starring Miss Margaret Hamilton and Miss Joan Loring. Written by Winifred Wolfe and directed by Warren Somerville. Featured in the cast, Ralph Camargo, George Petrie, and Louis Van Ruten. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Ralph Herman. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.